Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we're available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily, including our full archive of shows. We've got a lot to talk about tonight with this Israel situation going on with Gaza. Uh, of course, prayers for everyone that is caught in the crossfire uh, during this horrific uh, war that's breaking out there in the Middle East. And the key thing for me here as an American citizen is uh, that just watching our own government and how we react to this and hoping that we support our ally Israel, but we do not just give them a blank check like we have seen us do with Ukraine. And that's what uh, Rob talked about in last night's show a little bit, was that they're saying, oh, uh, we needed to rush back to this Congress and get a Speaker of the House elected so we could uh, send money to Israel and Ukraine. It's like, no, uh, if that's the case, maybe it was a good thing that we had such a delay on Speaker of the House. But uh the Israel conflict is really getting messy over there. Joe Biden's completely out of his league. I mean, he took hours to even come out and make any statements about it. Uh, we've seen his jihad squad of radical Democrats, Ayanna Presley, AOC, uh, Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, uh, Bowman. None of these uh, radical progressive Democrats have really condemned Hamas. They just constantly tweet about the Palestinians and uh, how it's horrible that Israel is retaliating against them. And uh, the allegiance is definitely up to question. To me, these congressmen uh, should never be anything other than terrorists at this point. I mean, that's basically who they are supporting in this conflict. And based on their past statements... Uh, that's where their allegiance uh, aligns. So uh, hopefully they take them off of all the committees. They're not hearing any of these uh, classified details that's pertinent to the war there uh, from Israel's defense, because as far as I'm concerned, uh, the enemy, it's right here at home. I mean, they're talking about taking in more refugees. No way. Uh, not with our southern border wide open. Uh, definitely not. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on the Jihad Squad and how Biden is handling these radical progressives in his own party? <laughs> I like that, G the Jihad Squad, AOC Brigade. Well, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in uh, to us uh, tonight. And, and as you mentioned, I had mentioned this or broached the matter during last night's show that there are there are, there's rumblings that we should open up our borders yet again. Well, I say open up our borders. The door the borders aren't closed, but we should allow some of the Palestinians to come way from overseas to the United States to settle here. Now, what kind of sense does that make? First of all, many of them are finding it difficult to get out of Gaza after the Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said, "Please get out. We're coming in." Now. You're probably wondering, well, why is he telling them that? Well, there's a little thing here that Israel does before they attack so that they can try to reduce the amount of individuals that are killed. Because in war, you get killed. 
you're not going to war to uh, play house or have a picnic. You go in to kill. That is an act of deterrent so that your enemies will say, we better not do that because they will kill us. So Israel, before they attack, they will make an announcement and say, if you're in Gaza, you need to leave immediately. We're giving you 24 hours. And as Andrew mentioned, they're not giving them a little bit more time because we see that a lot of people are there. I think it's over like a million something people and they're trying to get out and there's like only one road, road that's completely congested. But Israel is saying, you know, you need to get out because we're coming in. You have Hamas, the terrorist group, funded by Iran. Yes, I did say funded by Iran. Iran is the chief sponsor of terrorists around the world. The Biden administration, as Andrew has pointed out, finding it difficult to say that. We know that the AOC jihad group in Congress, they're not going to mention, especially not Tlaib, to Rashida Tlaib, because they're okay with this. But Iran is a sponsor of terrorist activity. The same way Iran was a sponsor of ISIS and uh, all the other groups in Afghanistan. The chief sponsors. Now, some of you might think that Iran is a poor country. Iran has many oil fields. Oil fields that Hunter Biden tapped into, I dare say. Worked out deals. Why do you think the price of oil is so high? Remember, Biden was rushing to get back into the Iran nuclear deal so that they can get oil from them. And right now, because of that deal, Iran, when Trump was in office, they were going broke. The country was like completely at wit's end. But then Biden comes in put the nuclear deal back on, on the table, and now they're flourishing. They're oil fields. People are buying the oil. China is buying the oil. Russia is buying the oil. Not that Russia doesn't have oil. Now, how did this happen? Well, because of Biden. Again, putting things into context, as I said last night, Iran is now, was on its last leg, about to completely crumble, prospering again, because Biden decided to go back in, and now their oil fields are flourishing, and people are buying oil from them. And what are they doing with all that money? They're funding Hamas and Hezbollah. Hezbollah, the terrorist group from Lebanon, that's threatening to go into the war if Israel is successful in kicking out Hamas. Now think about it. Israel would be successful in obliterating a terrorist group. Then the other terrorist group said, that's not fair. We're going to come in also. And the world waits. Who calls all this? Joe Biden. I don't care how many times Joe Biden comes out with speeches saying, well, we're going to defend Israel. We're going to do this. We shouldn't have to do anything. Of course, Israel is our ally, and we're obligated. And I'm going to discuss that also, our obligation to your allies. I don't want us going into any war. This is not our war. We don't need to put out any more money. We're over there in Ukraine funding a regime of Zelensky and his lifestyle with his wife. How long is this going to go on? I mean, Ukraine is not that big. <laughs> the war is over. We're just telling ourselves it's not over because we don't want Russia to win because if Russia wins, no, let's just face facts. Okay, there's nothing more that can be done that hasn't been done. The only thing we're doing now is just signing blank checks for them to enrich their country. But what, what else needs to be destroyed in Ukraine? We've got to start facing facts, putting things into context. Going back to Israel <clears throat> and Palestinians. So they're telling them to get out because we're coming in. And you have rumblings here, people talking, saying, oh, we should take some of them here. Take who? Take some of the Palestinians because they're just, oh, they're refugees. They have no place to go. Well, Andrew, the last time I looked, there's Jordan, there's Egypt, there's Syria, there's even Iran, and to some degree, Saudi Arabia. Why can't the Palestinians go there? Right. I mean, I just don't get it. Why can't? They're a lot closer than the United States. Why can't I, they take in their brethren? 
I mean, did Biden get absolutely nothing out of Afghanistan? Why can't we send him there? I mean, you would think that uh, since we gave all the terrorists the weapons and stuff, we'd have a decent relationship with them at this point. Maybe they'd take these refugees on. Exactly. We're finding out that some of the weaponry that we left on the grounds in Afghanistan when Biden left the failed withdrawal, whereby 13 soldiers were killed, Americans were left behind, and we were told we will leave no American behind. Americans left behind and told to fend for yourself to get out of there, that some of the weapons there have turned up with Hamas and Hezbollah. And we found them in Israel because they've lobbed the weapons at Israel trying to destroy Israel. What do you oh, make? Oh, what do you ahead. make of the rumors that weapons are being sold from Ukraine? That's what some of these uh, terrorists, Hamas terrorists, are saying that they bought some of these weapons from Ukraine weapon dealers. Well, until they prove otherwise, I'm I'm going to believe it. I'm going to believe it because for some reason our weapons have a tendency of landing up in the hands of people that should not have it. So absolutely, I'm going to believe it. But going back to what I was saying about innocent Americans. We know at this point, and, and this is the number is we're still counting. Let me just get look, look at my notes here. Twenty nine Americans have died in Israel after this uh, almost a week ago. Hamas going in. No one is bothering Hamas. Everyone is having a peaceful day. Hamas decides to create a war. Okay, twenty nine Americans, fifteen right now. We're told are hostages, and then there are Americans trapped behind enemy lines. And the Biden administration's response, the Secretary of State, Tony Blinken, who's now, we now see him. He had been hiding out, playing hoochie-coochie man at the White House because he wants to be a wannabe blues singer. He's now out all at once. He's out there looking, oh, oh, we don't like what's happening. This is the same man who got 51 intelligent officers to sign a letter saying that the Hunter Biden laptop was possible Russia disinformation, only to find out from John Durham that it was not Russia disinformation. It was the truth. It was Hunter Biden's laptop, only to find out from Hunter Biden that it's wa it was his laptop, only to find out from Hunter Biden that he now wants to sue the government and Rudy Giuliani for having access to the laptop that he claimed wasn't his, that 51 intelligence agencies said that weren't his. Now we're finding out that it was. That Tony Blinken, oh, who also helped Hunter Biden create a lot of his LLCs that we're now finding out some of the LLCs had money going into the LLCs for different Biden family members. That Tony Blinken, who's supposed to be the Secretary of State. So that Tony Blinken was telling Americans, find your own way home. If you could get to this point location, we might be able to put you on a plane and get you out of there. They did the same thing in Afghanistan. And then his response is, they said, well, these are Americans. Why don't you want to get them home? Don't you know who they are? Well, no. I mean, these Americans, they're independent Americans. They're not working for the government, and they don't want us to know where they are. They can go, come and go as they free, as they please. That Tony Blinken given all these phony baloney excuses. And then you know what? The media will package it up and put it out there as if they're like, what he's saying is true. No, it's not. He was caught with his pants down, probably literally in some instances, not knowing how to bring Americans home. And then to come out and say, well, they got to find their own way home. Really? Oh, okay. Well, that's what happened in Afghanistan. The same thing in Israel. So you want them to find their own way home. But at the same time, you're saying, oh, let us get a couple of those Palestinians. Let's bring them over here in America. Let's dump them off here because more of the merrier. We don't know who they are. They could be terrorists because we're now learning that Hamas is taking up their war clothes and they're putting on civilian clothing to claim, oh, we need help. 
oh, they're trying to kill us. No, you want to come here and kill Americans. And because Americans have become so indoctrinated, especially the young Americans who are going to school being taught propaganda on Ivy League universities. Did you guys see that the other day? Did you see it, Andrew? Ivy League University, Harvard. Some of the folks signing petitions saying that we got to stand with the Palestinians in Israel. They're nothing but evil people. And then when a billionaire businessman, Ackerman, said that we're going to get those names and I'm going to send it to all my CEO friends to make certain that these people on hire, then they want to run and run and, and recant what they said. Oh, I didn't say that. Oh, I was so young. I didn't know what I was saying. Okay, no. You're young and you're dumb, but you said it. And because you said it, there's a price to pay. Think of all the people who were against Black Lives Matter, how they tried to go out, and people who were against COVID, how they tried to go out and destroy their lives. Think about it. But now these kids who are coming out against Israel, you want to say, oh, no, they're too young. No, uh -uh, absolutely not. Put their names out there. Do not hire them. Do not hire them. And now they want to turn coat and, oh, we, we made a mistake. Oh, yeah, you made a mistake, the biggest mistake of your life. Now you have to live with that mistake. And you know why this is happening? Because of the media, the propaganda of the media and our schools. For almost two and a half years, we were told that if you didn't agree with the Democrats, you weren't racist. And now because of all that indoctrination and these kids are completely confused, they don't know right from wrong. So now they want to, oh, we want to support Hamas. Hamas is doing Hamas, they're just trying to liberate the people. No, even the Palestinians don't like Hamas. They know that they're a radical group. In 2015, when they took over the government, they didn't want that. But you know how they got there? They cheated. Oh, guess where else they cheated? They cheated here during the 2020 election. You see how I'm connecting the dots? These are things that people don't know. But we need to be aware of. Hamas came in after Israel said, we're going to give you the Gaza Strip in 2005. We're going to give it to you. And you know what else? We're going to protect you. The Gaza Strip had no electricity, had no running water. We're going to give all of that to you. The only thing we ask is that you be respectful and don't try to kill our people. We will also allow you permission to come into the city, to Israel, and work. And then in 2015, what happened? Hamas decided to go in. We're going to co-opt the election. We're going to make ourselves a governing body. But we're going to work with Israel. We don't want to destroy Israel. This was only a matter of time before this happened. We knew what they were going to do. And lo and behold, it happened. A week ago, out of the blue, parasailing in, killing people, innocent people, taking, going into families, burning houses up. And then you have some people to say, oh, it didn't happen. Oh, that didn't happen. That's propaganda. Oh, so now you want to say that's propaganda. But then you want to point to things and say, well, look at, Israel, look at what Israel did. What did Israel do? Israel didn't start this. But they sure as hell plan to stop it. They didn't build the fire, but they're going to stop it. The devastation that we see this taking place. Oh, don't believe it. That's propaganda. Oh, oh, no, no, it's propaganda. So I guess it's propaganda when we see people break into stores in the U.S. That's propaganda also. Stores are leaving different cities because of the criminal activity, smash and grab. That's propaganda. This is the world that the Democrats have created. And now they want to backtrack on it and say, oh, no, we didn't do it. As Maya Angelou said, and I, and I quote her because the liberals, and she's a great, don't get me wrong, she's a great author, great poet, God bless her soul, she's dead now. But she said, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. 
Hamas is showing you who they are, believe them. Democrats have been showing us who they are, believe them. They're radicals also. This progressive arm, they're radicals, and they will destroy the country. Now you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's supposed to be a Republican, he's a rhino, Democrat, saying that Democrats will destroy every city in the U.S., and that's what they're on track to do. You look at all of our major cities, you look at the mayors who are at the top, they're nothing but diversity and equity hires. They were elected because of the color of their skin or their genders, destroying our major cities. And now they want to come out and cry. They created this the same way Hamas created the savagery that's taking place right now in Israel. We didn't create it. Israel didn't do it. They did it. They were trying to work with you. And yes, Israel has faults. I'm not trying to say that they're perfect. I'm sure they're doing things. They were spying on the U.S. We found that out. They're not perfect, but they didn't start this war. Okay. Hamas started this war. And now they've got to suffer the consequences. So when I hear people saying, oh, let's take some of the Palestinians. No. What about the other Arab countries? Why can't they take them? They're afraid of them. That's the reason why. And we should be afraid of them because we don't know who they are. And if we try to investigate and look into the background, you have the, the Anti-Defamation League to come out and say, oh, don't do this. This is wrong. And the Anti-Defamation League, this is what's funny. He came out the other day on PMSNBC, whose rating is tanking because of their support for Hamas. Notice I didn't say the Palestinians. I said Hamas. It's completely two different groups. But the president of the Anti-Defamation League came out and said to PMSNBC, I can't believe what you guys are reporting. Who's writing some of your script? Is it Hamas? The same guy who's out in the street saying, racism, 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 racism. Now the tables have been turned because you cried wolf so many times. Now you deal with it, buddy. You deal with the mess that you've created. They don't like it now. And this is what's been happening for the past two and a half years. And now it's over in Israel. And now people are looking at this as like, who do we believe? Certainly don't believe the Democrats because they created this. I'll take this up on the other side of the break. Yeah, if you're looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy Cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. Absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You know, people at the top of their game, they have one thing in common. They all get a good night's rest. And with Healthy Cells, you can get a good night's rest, too. You can go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop and use the promo code OUTLOUD to save. We'll be back with more After Dark with Dominic. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body, and now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. 
What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. So we're still talking about this war in Israel. Israel didn't start it, but as I said, Andrew, they plan to end it. The same way we got rid of ISIS, thanks to Donald Trump. And it's worth remembering that what happened during that, when we got rid of ISIS, and when Trump killed Qasem Soleimani, an Iran general, a major general, he was at the top of the apex of things. I mean, creating carnage and chaos around the world. He even killed some Americans. And that's what led to his death because he decided to push the button thinking that, oh, let's test this, this guy Trump. The Americans saying that he's crazy, he doesn't know anything, let's test him out. We're gonna go in, we're gonna kill us a couple Americans. After being warned, if you touch one hair on the head of an American, we're coming after you. Oh, well, the media, oh, don't believe Trump. Trump, he's just crazy. Well, you know what? He is the late Kasami Soleimani because he did exactly what Trump told him not to do. And without hesitation, Trump went in with the generals and ended his life. And what did the media do in return? Oh, they came out with all these glowing reports. Oh, he was a student of history. He was a philosophical person, leader, and he did this. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, is this America? You're praising a man who killed Americans? Who has the blood of Americans on his hands and you're saying that he's this great person? They showed his funeral and they were making it seem as though he was a great head of state? See, this is what happened when you allow a radical to be the president, Barack Obama, who set by and allowed Radical Islam, ISIS. He, ISIS was created because of Barack Obama. Now, some of you will say, yeah, but he got rid of Bin Laden. He did this. Yeah, he did it begrudgingly, probably. But look at what else he did. Race wars in the United States, turning black and whites against each other. Allowing Iran, sending them money, knowing that they are the bonders of terrorist organizations. And then this knucklehead, Kwasami Salmani, it was like I said, at the apex, he was like one of the great leaders out there. They appraised him. And once Trump took him down, the American media couldn't believe it. They were like, oh, my God, he is good. Donald Trump is good. He doesn't play. Oh, but we got to make this guy seem as if though he's a great person also. This is where we need billionaire Republicans, conservatives to step in and start buying up the media or putting pressure on the media to fire these reporters, fire them who are speaking ill of the country, just like Bill Aikman did. When he said, no, we're going we're gonna to blast all the names of those people in Harvard who are supporting Hamas. This is what they should have done. And they would have gotten a lot of these people off the air. A lot of them. 
they see they're so busy right now because they're woke. And they and then you see Andrew how they throw away throw around the word colon colon uh, colonization, how they colonize all these different places in the world. And of course, they being white men, they'll say, Oh, the white men, they colonize this, and look at what the Jews doing, they colonize Palestinians. Again, putting things into context, looking at history. When you look around the world, different groups colonize different groups. Before it was the Romans, it was the Ottoman Empire that went around colonizing the world. But of course, then they were saying they were taken over, but it was the same concept, the same exact concept. But now, fast forward, they want to use the word colonization and link it to white supremacy. Because now we're able to see it, we're able to record it, we're recording it them. Whereas when the Ottoman Empire was doing it, people weren't really keeping records. But you can very easily look it up. You can very easily look it up. But they want to throw that word around to make it seem as if, oh, you see, he's a white man, he's, he's doing all this. Meanwhile, over, over in Africa, in Saudi Arabia, they're still colonizing different uh, countries in Africa and making black people slaves in Lebanon and in Libya. But no one wants to talk about that. Oh, no, we can't talk about that. That's history we can't talk about because if we talk about that, people will wake up and say, wait a minute, these are the real enemies here, the Democrats and their progressivism. Now, I want to throw something else out there at you guys since we're talking about you know, this war conflict. Did you guys know that back in September – well, let me set it up first. A lot of folks are wondering how this could have happened in Israel. How the heck could they have – the Hamas have gone in undetected and launched such a brutal attack, one of the worst attacks since the Holocaust? And of course, again, thanks to the liberals, thanks to Democrats, but a lot of people believe that the Holocaust didn't happen. All you have to do is just look at history. And if you don't want to, there are still some Holocaust survivors that have numbers tattooed on their bodies that the Nazis put on it. Let them tell you the story. Let them tell you that, no, you said it didn't happen. It did happen. Black people, you got some Democrats wanted, wanted to tell you that slavery didn't happen. You see what I'm going here? Putting things into context. We see when you're being educated by these indoctrinated like, progressive Democrats, you don't know what's right and what's wrong because they're feeding you what they want to feed you. But going back to my story, how did this happen? And Israel not know about it. Oh, one other thing I want to throw out there. People are attacking Trump, saying, oh, Trump, he's saying that Israel, they're dumb. And he's saying that Hamas are smart. And I'm thinking, here we go again, mincing of the words. People try to take things literally when he's just speaking hyperbole. It's like, come on, folks. I know that the public school system is not giving you a good education because they're full of indoctrination. But come on, don't believe the media when they come out with this garbage. What the man was saying is that for Hamas to have pulled off what they pulled off, they have to be smart to have done this. He's not saying that, oh, they're smart, I, I like them. No, he's not saying that. He's saying what happened for them to be able to do it and Israel not detect it, the Mossad not to attack it, the United States not to detect it. My God, that was clever. Let's just be honest. But they want to say, oh, no, he's praising them. No, he's not. The Democrats are praising them with their pro-Hamas pro rallies. But no one wants to talk about that. You want to say that's okay. Again, putting it into context. And when we really look at this, Andrew, a close observation, it does beg the question, how were they? How was Hamas able to pull this off undetected? Well, as I've mentioned, I'm looking at my notes here because I'm sure the media won't tell you about this. They'll report on it typically. There's a gentleman by the name of Jack Lew, who was the 76th U.S. Secretary of Treasury under Barack Obama. During his time in office, there were a lot of questionable things that were taking place, that he was given money by different financial institutions during the financial crisis. I think he was given a million dollars. Why was he given that money? There's also questions that he was aiding and abetting or providing information to Iran, that the same guy worked on the Iran nuclear deal, along with another gentleman by the name of Bob Malley, who was recently put on leave from his job at the State Department. Why? Well, because he had classified documents. What was in the classified documents? Documents talking about Iran, 
He also worked on this nuclear deal with Iran to give them money. Let's connect the dots here, folks. Let's, all we have to do is connect the dots. Going back to Jack Lew, the 76th U.S. Secretary of Treasury. This year, September 5th, 2023, Biden announced his intent to have him to serve as a U.S. ambassador to Israel. What? He had to be confirmed, of course, by the Senate. Why hasn't that happened? Well, Jack Lew has questionable backgrounds, as I mentioned to you, providing money to Iran, how much money they would get. They had it like in tranches. And this is all thanks to Barack Obama. If you do this, we'll give you this. If you do this, we'll give you this amount. Oh, and we're giving this to them as aid. This was money was not being used for aid. Come on, folks. And why are we trying to provide aid to them? What about the other Arab countries that are rich in oil? Why weren't they giving money to Iran? Well, I'll tell you why. Because they don't like Iran. They're not Muslims. They're not Muslims at all. They're a radical group in the Middle East that have been creating chaos for God knows how long. Remember the 70s? The Iran-Contra deal? The Iran, not Iran-Contra, but Iran crises when they kidnap Americans? This was during the Jimmy Carter administration. Jimmy Carter, who God bless his soul, he's still living. He's 99 years old. Although the media keeps on a daily basis talking about his death march, he's still going. Albeit he and his wife are in hospice care. But Jimmy Carter, during his entire four years of president, as the president, Iran kidnapped Americans. And who got them out? Ronald Reagan. The moment Ronald Reagan was elected president, Iran released the hostages. Now, some people are saying, oh, he gave them Contra. Remember the whole Iran-Contra deal? Oh, he gave them weapons, and that's, where he, that's how they got released. But that Iran, Barack Obama, the first black president, some say he might have been the first gay president. I don't know. He has man dreams, uh, dreaming about men. I don't know. But that Barack Obama, who doesn't want you to live in a mansion, but he's living in a mansion. He wants you to live in a cracker box. That Barack Obama, whose private chef drowned, still suspicious about what happened there. But that Barack Obama worked with Bob Malley and Jack Lew to give money to Iran. Oh, they claimed it was for, oh, it's for refugees because you know, we've just devastated their economy. I don't think it was for that. It was for something else. And if we get Jim Jordan elected as the next Speaker of the House, he needs to look into it. The Democrats have been playing a dirty game for a mighty long time, and it is time that they answer to what their, their sins. It is time that we find out exactly what they've been doing and how they've been doing it, Andrew. We've got to get to the bottom of this. This does not make any sense. But going back to Jack Lew, has it been confirmed yet to be the ambassador, U.S. ambassador to Israel? Now, some of you are probably saying, oh, this is a great deal. Because if you go to the, uh, Google, you'll see all these articles by different Israelis saying, oh, we praise this guy. Oh, he's so good. He's done this. He's done that. But again, a closer observation. You look at this man and you'll see that he has a checkered past. He's making decisions on his own things that he thinks should, should happen. Oh, yeah, he's giving Israel money. But at the same time, he's giving money to the Palestinians. It just came out the other day. 33.7, is that million or billion? That's one of them. It's one of the Ilyums. Money was sent to Palestine for the United Nations Relief and Works Agency to aid refugees in Palestine. Now, you're probably saying, what refugees are in Palestine? Well, you know, some of them were displaced thanks to Hamas, thanks to all the wars that they've been trying to proxy against Israel. Israel goes in, blows up where they're living, and they don't have a place to stay. So now we've got to send the money because we know the other Arab countries aren't going to send the money. Well, why won't they send the money? Well, because they're afraid of them. They're afraid if they send the money, Hamas will get it. So the United States is like, oh, well, we're going to close a blind eye and we're going to send the money. Well, guess where this money came from? COVID relief funds. What? Oh, yeah. Under the COVID relief fund, the Democrats have managed to fund all kinds of unnecessary groups and uh, pet pee, pet causes. COVID money 
was meant for COVID. This entire red scare that Dr. Fratti, Dr. Frankenstrad brought up on the American people. So how be it are we going to get money from here and send to the Palestinians through the United Nations for some type of refugee relief money? It doesn't make any sense. The media isn't going to explain it to you. They're going to pretend as if, oh, there's nothing to see here. We're helping the refugees. Yeah, but this is COVID money. America is already suffering. We're hemorrhaging because we're funding this war in Ukraine that we should not be funding, that they're telling us, well, we need to. Ukraine isn't even our ally. Ukraine is known for having a corrupt government. Ukraine has even persecuted Jewish people and Christians. And guess what? Zelensky is Jewish. Well, how do you know that? Oh, well, we had our guest host, Heather Robinson, to come on and talk to us about that, who's been extremely adamant against funding for Ukraine. But see, these are things that no one is telling you that Ukraine, whereby Joe Biden, when he was the vice president, said that they didn't fire the prosecutor who was investigating his son. He was going to withhold money from them. Because remember, Barack Obama told him to look into Ukraine and he wanted him to be over that money, knowing that Joe Biden was going to use that to enrich himself. See, these are things that people are completely oblivious about. They don't know about. They're busy trying to take down Trump on charges that are so far-fetched, charges that are so doesn't even register in the realm of being legal. When you really look at it and say, wait a minute, what he's doing is what businesses do. And we're trying to take him down on that? Then you have all these corrupt judges? But the media has told you, oh, no, this is a crime, whereas we have Biden selling the country out to our sworn enemy. And no one says anything about it. And then we have our dumb kids in the streets. Well, Palestine, we got to promote Palestine. We got to promote because what's happening is wrong. And the Jewish community, the Jewish community. Again, I am not saying that Israel is innocent. But you know what I will say? They did not start this war. Hamas started this war. And now Israel has to go in and finish it. And yes, there will be dead Palestinians. Yes, there will be dead Israelis. And the Israelis know it. They know that what they're doing, that people will die. Their own people will die. But you know what else? They called them all up and said, if you served in the military, it is now for you to come home and fight. Now, imagine doing that in America, Andrew. Imagine telling all these people who want these wars, like in Ukraine. We want, we're going to call you all up, all your sons and daughters, 17 and up, ages 17 through 25. We're going to call you all up. You got to go fight. Now, imagine they would say we're going to call the men up to fight. All those men who are saying that they are uh, – wait, 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 wait. Let me get it right. All the men who are saying that they're women would immediately change. Oh, no, that's not me. That's not my, my, that's not my gender. They would immediately change it then. And why? Oh, I don't want to fight. I'm trans and I, I have a medical condition now. I can't fight. Why can't you fight? Because I have a medical condition. Oh, really? Oh, I thought you said that you were a woman and that's who you are. Oh, no, but I'm a, med- I have a, it's a medical condition now. I don't want to fight. And when we look at our military numbers, Andrew, the recruiting numbers are down because no one wants to go into a military that doesn't know a man from a woman. And what's unfortunate is that the people who are always willing to go in and fight are the people that the media considers as being, oh, they're dumb, they're rednecks, they're hillbillies. They're willing to fight for the country. Whereas these other people that are, oh, I can wear purple uh, makeup, I can wear pink uh, 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 nail polish, and I can have a drag day, and I can do my drag skits on the military ground, they'll be the first to say, well, i got a medical condition now. 
oh, I, I can't go. I'm, I'm a woman. Yeah, we want all women to come in and fight also. Oh, no, I'm a woman. I can't fight. And then the women who pretended to be men, oh, no, I, I can't. I'm actually a woman now. Then they'll want to flip the script with, oh, I have a medical condition. Oh, that's really not my gender. I was just playing that that was my gender. Then re reality sets in then. Meanwhile, we just decimated our military. Lloyd Austin, Mark Miley, saying, oh, I want to understand right wage, and I want all these other people, all these 12 million genders in. Meanwhile, China, they're saying, no, you're mad, and you're going to go and you're going to fight. You're going to kick butt. But we're playing around with our military. Unbelievable. These are the things that the media will not tell you about. They won't provide you the context as to who Jack Lew is or Bob Molly, who had classified documents. Maybe that's how Hamas was able to launch this attack. I'm just saying, I've got a right to my own opinion. Maybe somehow that information landed up on them while they're trying to say, oh, Trump, it was Trump. Trump did it. No, Trump did it because if he had documents of that such, we would already know about it. Do you actually think Jack Smith wouldn't have released that? Come on. And the media would have reported on it? No. But typically, they'll report on Bob Malley and Jack Lew. Typically, they'll report on that. Because where there's smoke, Andrew, there is fire. We'll continue this on the other side of the break. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew. Changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. We are back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew and continuing our discussion on the tensions in the Middle East, how Joe Biden is completely out of his league and, you know, this is just further evidence that stolen elections have consequences because I truly believe none of this would be happening 
if Trump were still president, America was so strong, uh, which in turn made Israel so strong, uh, they wouldn't have dared launch this kind of attack against them. And uh, countless lives would have been saved. And I also believe that Russia would never would have attacked uh, Ukraine in Europe if President Trump uh, would have won the 2020 election. So, uh, yeah, our country is suffering. And not just our country, the world is suffering because Biden's foreign policy has been an absolute disaster. I mean, just when you think things couldn't get any worse, they always seem to get worse. Uh, you have to imagine the more money that we pump into Israel, which seems to be coming down the pipe, uh, it's going to upset a lot of people in the Middle East. And I won't be surprised if uh, later this year we see gas prices skyrocket up even more than what they currently are. Uh, things are going to get nasty over there, unfortunately, it looks like. And uh, Biden's going to be in the middle of it because uh, he's never seen a war he doesn't want to get involved in, unfortunately. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts on uh, the human cost that this war is having and uh, Biden just completely being out of his league? He has no idea what to do. He's completely out of his league. As we've said earlier on, uh, since this war started, is that the media wants us to think that Biden is a great leader. They want us to think that he's making all the right moves, and he's not. And they're doing this because we're in a time of war, and they want to reassure the American people that the person at the top is top-notch. Now, when Trump was at the top, who was definitely top-notch, I mean, a type A, they said that he wasn't. Here we have a person who stumbles and mumbles, who just the other day was giving a speech and he was stumbling upstairs. So much for operation, don't let him fall. And he even has on rubber uh, sole shoes and he's still falling. As you said, Andrew, elections have consequences. It's unfortunate that the election of 2020 had a lot of malfeasance going on the same way the election of 2015 and Palestine had a lot of malfeasance. Look at what happened to them. Hamas took over the government and now look at where they are in a war. Palestinians will be killed. There are some peace-loving Palestinians who are Muslims. There are also some radical Palestinians. Let's look across the river, across the ocean, at the United States. We want Biden because Biden, he's going to bring back civility. Biden is going to restore this to the White House. And Biden is this. And Biden hasn't done a damn thing but put our lives in jeopardy. He hasn't done anything but put us closer to demise. Yes, I'm saying this. And we have to speak truth to power. He is a threat to democracy. He is a danger. Where's Kamala Harris? She's no better. Where's Joe Biden? Where's Jill hiding? Yeah, she's not the she's not the president or the vice president, but she's the first lady. I think Jill realizes that the footsteps of inevitability are fast approaching. That her Clytemnestra move, which is a Greek tragedy, to get Biden in the White House was is as disastrous as it wanted to be. Some of you might not remember Clytemnestra. Look at remember Lady Macbeth. The same thing. Getting Macbeth into office. A, get him to become the king of the doors and look at what happened. 
what a tangled web we weave when first we try to deceive. This is exactly what Jill Biden has done with Joe. And Jill wasn't alone. It was the media, big tech, and corporate America that all plotted together to overthrow the election and to throw it in Biden's favor. And now they want to bring charges against Trump for calling it out. This is a direct result of people in this country that hate this country. Look at how far we've fallen. We can't brag to say, oh, our military is the best and it's next to none. Oh, yeah, we have some weaponry that will knock things out. But look at the cost of life. Do we have people that can fight? Get on the grounds and fight, which is what's happening, which will happen in Israel. And as I mentioned in the second block, a lot of these people know, a lot of the kids know that they will die. They will lose their lives. You have young people, men and women, who will lose their lives. And no, we don't have those that are coming there saying, oh, I'm, I'm a cross of this. I'm, I got 12 genders. No. They got the best of the best, the elite fighters that will go in and fight this war to the death. Why? How did we get here? Well, some of the people don't want to admit it. They want to dance around it. But if Trump were in office, despite all his bluster, yes, sometimes he should shut his mouth up. Okay, let's just be honest. But that's just Trump. Yes, sometimes he says things that makes you cringe. But I'd rather cringe. I'd rather say I wish he'd shut up than to be where we are now. You have a lot of people saying, oh, this could be the th another third war. Third World War, possibly. Israel is our ally. And as much as we want to keep our soldiers out of it, and as much as we should stay out of it, Israel is an ally. And if you strike one, you strike us all. That's just the code of war. That's why you have allies. Ukraine isn't our ally. Ukraine wouldn't have happened had it not been for Joe Biden. Yes, I'm going to blame Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. Putin called their bluff. And I don't care how many times you want to say, oh, well, Putin, oh, look at how they're defending themselves. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, but what you guys fail to realize is that Putin could put something on them that would just end this thing at any moment. Not that it isn't over already. Now, the Zelensky just keeps saying, oh, keep sending the money, keep sending us money, keep sending us money. Israel is not going to say that. Israel has not asked for one dime from us. Israel has said, we can do this. And they will do it. Now, when we see that they're being overcome, we see that all these other countries are coming in after them. This one little small country that is the size of Israel, the size of New Jersey, we just can't stand back and just let it happen, the demise. This would have never happened had Joe Biden not been in office. This would have never happened had we not had all these woke politicians in office talking big, oh yeah, we can say we can say what we want to say, ha 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 ha. And then when shit hits the fan, you're like, oh my God, this is actually happening. And then you have someone like Rashida Tlaib smiling from ear to ear. Make her go home and fight. Send her there to fight for the Palestinians. Send her there. If she has sons and daughters, Put them on the front line. The same with Ilhan Omar. Put her on the front line. Put these people on the front line who claim that they love the country. Put them on the front line. They don't love this country. 
They detest the country. They like all the benefits. They like the fact that they can come out and they can say whatever they want to say because of our constitution. They can speak ill of the country. They can spit on the country. They like that. Yeah, they're terrorist lovers is what they are. I mean, they are. If you put them out there, they'd go on the side of Hamas, the terrorists. That's who they uh, associate with more closely than Israel. And they've made that clear. And quite frankly, it's disgusting. And something else I think that people have to realize, and I think it was Julie Hall, Colonel Julie Hall, who mentioned this to us. Maybe we should try to reach out to her to get her back on the show, as well as some other generals or uh, military folks that we've had on the show to get their insight on this, is that if you are from another country, and if you decide to swear allegiance to our country to fight for us, we will immediately grant you citizenship. So what are you, what are you talking about? So all the Afghanistanians that have come here, who aren't Americans, all of the uh, Palestinians and Chinese uh, that have come in through the border, if they were to go up to the military and say, we want to fight, we want to fight for America, we will, we will grant them citizenship. Well, of course, it'll be conditioned. We'll say, we gotta, you got to prove yourself. You got to do this. But if they say they'll fight, we'll, we'll let them in. And how do we know that it's just a setup? How do we not know that they're just ploys, decors for the enemy. We don't know. And if you dare question them, you'll have the Anti-Defamation League who will come out and say, oh, this is not fair. As I mentioned to you a while ago, earlier, the same guy who's over the Anti-Defamation League, he's now saying, he happens to be Jewish. He's now saying, oh, I can't believe what you guys are saying. You guys, it seems as though Hamas wrote your, uh, your script for you. Well, for the longest, you've been sitting there talking about racism and now it's coming back to bite you on the butt. I'm looking through my notes to see if I can find his name. I had it here somewhere. But uh, yeah, this is, this is what we're up against. People will die. People are going to die. We have already charted this course. And this is a direct result of the Joe Biden administration asleep at the wheels and not knowing what to do. Asleep at the wheels. Jonathan Greenblatt, that's his name. President of the, the CEO of the Anti-Defamation League, who loves to run out and say, oh, this is, remember he uh, attacked, what was the guy's name? Uh, Kanye West. He's anti-Semite. Donald Trump is anti-Semite. All these people they want to say is anti-Semite. When anti-Semitism was staring them straight dead in the face. And they didn't see it. Now he wants to come out, and now he wants to attack PMSNBC and CNN, the Washington Post and the New York Times, and say, oh my God, I can't believe some of the stuff you guys are writing. It's like you're getting it directly from Hamas. Well, maybe they are. <laughs> because when you decide to go out and lie for political expediency or just to get donations to make yourself a stronger position out there, you look the other way, and you lied about the truth. Like I said, all these people who've been crying wolf all this time, now the wolves are here, and no one wants to listen. As you mentioned, Andrew, during the second block, with the, word, the term racism, it doesn't have the same meaning anymore. It doesn't. Because people have called it too much. They've called everything racism. That is not racism. It makes no sense. Kathy Barnett, we had on our show not too long ago, and she was talking about it. Now that the war has been brought to our front door, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? 
we created this disaster because we were afraid to call out the evildoers. Republicans have the perfect opportunity to come out and stand strong and just let it rip. Stop being afraid. Stop being afraid because Democrats are not afraid. They have shown you who they are, as I said before, and I keep saying that. We need to believe them. We need to start standing up and we need to push back. But do we have the with all to do it? Do we? I would write a letter right now and say, please send Ilhan Omar and her children to the war. The same with Rashida Tlaib. And you know what? Rashida Tlaib wouldn't even send her own children to fight for the, for the Palestinians. No, she'll just sit back and give commentary and attack. I've got a right to have my flag. And then she'll come out and give a tippet response. And Andrew, this is something else I don't understand. When Trump was in office, they attacked him nonstop for using Twitter. Oh, he shouldn't be on Twitter. Oh, da, 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 da. Oh, we hate it. We hate it. Take away his Twitter account. Close his Twitter account. Now, and they did it because Barack Obama, when Twitter became started becoming popular, he didn't know how to use Twitter. And he wasn't using it. But Trump came in and used it so effectively. Do you not find it interesting how now, if you want to know about anything happening in our government, just go to Twitter or X, also no, formerly known as Twitter, and you can find out everything. But when Trump was in office, oh, he shouldn't do it. He shouldn't be on Twitter. But now everyone is releasing information. Everybody. And I'm thinking, are you serious? Now, got to remind you that we're yet to be let back on with our old handler. I, I wonder if I would have changed my handler to a new handler would they let me back on. I really have no interest in going back on X, formerly known as Twitter. But I do find it interesting how people would have a conniption when Trump was on it. And now Joe Biden and his staff, they're on it nonstop. Even Tony Blinken, he came out when the war started. He said Israel should practice restraint. It's like, wait a minute. Israel has been practicing restraint for the past like decade while Hamas has been attacking them. Now you want them to practice restraint? Why didn't you say Hamas should stop? Why didn't you condemn Hamas? And then what does Tony Blinken do? He takes down the tweet. Rashida Tlaib did the same thing. A tweet in favor of Hamas. She was called on it. And then she took it down. And there have been so many others on the left who've done the same thing. Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, uh, AOC. They've, they've all done it. Then they've, like, take, they've taken it down. And of course, the media won't report on that. They'll put a little blurb. They said this, but they took it down. A lot of Republicans do it. Oh, they'll blast it. They'll keep talking about it forever and ever. You know what they're doing? They're indoctrinating you. They wanted you to think that these are the bad people. We're the good ones. This is where we are. And it's unfortunate. But we have to start standing up and calling it out. Because this will keep happening. This will keep happening. We have not put any troops necessarily on the ground to fight in Ukraine that we know of. Because there have been no deaths reported. But in Israel, who knows what will happen? Like I said, right now, they're doing this on their own, and God bless them. Godspeed. They say they can do it, let them. But yet still, they're our ally. And I saw Tucker Carlson, a video from him, he was saying, no, no, this has no interest in us. And I get it. I, I mean, I like Tucker Carlson. But at the end of the day, you can say that about Ukraine because they are not our allies. But Israel is our ally. What are we going to do? We should have been telling Hamas, stop, 
you would think Tony Blinken would come out with a statement unequivocally and say, you better not do this because if you do, there will be a price to pay. Iran, there will be a price to pay. I mentioned to you during the second block what Trump had said to Iran after he killed Kasami Soleimani. He said, if you retaliate, I've already picked out four key locations in Iran that I will obliterate. Now, the media was like, oh, don't say that. You're, you're going to make Iran attack us. No. Did Iran do anything? No. What did Iran say? We reserve the right to retaliate or to respond on our own time. <laughs> well, that time never came because they knew Trump didn't play. But now with Joe Biden, do you think if Joe Biden were to issue a threat like that, do you think they would listen to you? Do you think they would believe him? Absolutely not. Because they know it's all words. I mean, they see this guy on stage falling over himself, stumbling and mumbling. They're not afraid of him. But the media won't say it. They'll make it seem as though, oh, Joe, oh, yeah, Joe, he gave that serious statement. He gave that speech. And you have so many other people, oh, we commend. I don't commend him. It's a day late and a dollar short because the damage has already been done. We're already in the throes of it. We're already trying to contemplate our next move. Just imagine had he said that before. Imagine had he said, we're not going to give them any money. This would have never happened. But now we're here. God save America. God bless Israel. And all those innocent Israelis and Palestinians who will lose their lives. But as Andrew said, elections have consequences. And when you pick the wrong leader to lead you, for selfish reasons, ideology, unfortunately, Andrew, this is what happens. Indeed, unfortunately. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you stream, or you can go to AmericaOutloud.news. We will see you next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.